Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome back to Streamers. I'm Simo, joined by Jake. Say hello, Jake. Hi, guys. Welcome back. And this is a Premier League preview show where we preview the games. And it comes, normally we do um, a preview show on the Friday, but we've got the midweek games this week due to Christmas, so we can expect loads of weird results. Um, and we're already sort of seeing that. Well, I wouldn't say it's a weird result, but we're going to go uh, Chelsea-Wills. The game's already played, but we're recording this in the evening. Uh, Wills beat Chelsea <laughs> 2-1. We'll talk a wee bit more about the game probably when we do the the review on Friday. Um but I'll probably say it. I'm gonna put go on my straight away hot take and say um Wolves probably deserve to win that. What do you think, Jake? Yeah, I didn't do you know what I was working so I didn't see any of the game. Um I literally came in, saw the result. Uh but yeah, I'm gonna go on the whim and say fully deserved from Wolves. Um but no I seen uh Giroud scored again so you know Fair play to him. You know, he seems to be just be getting better with age, doesn't he? Or delivery, Olivier Giroud. Um, bang like the a goal. fine wine, mate. Like a fine yeah. wine. No, like an f- old fine French wine. <laughs> <laughs> if only it was Italian. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> over to Man City West Brom. That's playing as we speak right now. It's currently one each, which I find hilarious. Uh, <laughs> <not> <laughs> Don't speak too soon. Don't speak too soon. <laughs> I know. I know. I've called it. It's too early. So it's half time. <laughs> uh, but we'll talk about more, we'll talk more about these games um, when we do the when we do the review show. One game I've got my eye on this weekend is Arsenal Southampton. Oh yes, uh, oh, yeah. I'm, ex- I'm quite excited for that. You know, um, because I'm excited because obviously our fellow screamer Tim Walsh, who sadly is not here with us right now, he's working away. Obviously, he's a Saints fan, isn't he? So I'm. Um, I'm looking forward to it from the fact that Saints are doing so well um, and Arsenal are doing so badly. So it potentially um, has the makings of a, a very, very interesting game, to say the least. 
Yeah, totally the same. I mean, what kind of monster doesn't like Southampton? I mean, obviously Pompey fans, but they can't make... <laughs> Kind of are monsters in a way. They're monsters on their own. Yeah, I, I was going to say. Three years, they are monsters <laughs> on their own. Sorry, Pompey fans. Yeah. <laughs> I've only ever been on the piss there, so <laughs> can't tell you what's there. Um, yeah, I think um, I don't think this is a game that Arteta wants following the uh, the Burnley defeat. Uh, but I did mention that obviously Sean Dyche would be looking at the, the Arsenal Arsenal game and thinking, yeah, that's where he's going to get his three points um, to move him out of his relegation zone. Um I think Ralph Ashenhut will want to probably keep cementing um, the momentum towards that European, like those European spots. I think it's like Europa for Southampton this this season is doable. I mean, we're coming up to Christmas. It's not as if it's just a, the the um, the odd spell a spell a good form. I mean, they have been really good so far for the full season. It's not and it's not false wins. Like I would probably say West Ham would be in a wee bit fortunate with the results and it. You got to take their form with a pinch of salt. It could it does feel like it's on a it's on a knife edge and could drop off at any minute. With Southampton, it does feel consistent. It does feel like they've made actual strides forward uh, in the football they're playing this year. Completely agree with you. Um, like you say, they've they've been consistent, haven't they? And they've looked consistently good as well. You know, we watched the game at the weekend, and I thought they were they were brilliant against Sheffield United. I know it's only Sheffield United, but you know you've you've still got to beat these teams. Um, and I thought they were, they looked really good. They looked really positive. And what I like about Southampton at the minute is it's, you know, how how much of a team they look, you know, they, they, they've all gelled, haven't they? And they all want to play for the manager. And, and you know, St. Ralph has got them playing um, a good style of football, which I think excites the fans as well. You know, they're, they're scoring a lot of goals, aren't they? Um, you know, they've only failed to score in one of their last 19. Um, so that's, you know, real positive signs for Southampton. And I feel like Arsenal really didn't... Of all the teams you can probably c- come and play against at the moment, Southampton wouldn't be one I'd pick. Definitely not. No, definitely not. Definitely, definitely not. Um, <laughs> the thing is, <laughs> if they lose, they could be... They could be moving towards those those relegation places, and that is not an exaggeration. I mean, teams around them are, are starting to pick up form. Almost like Brighton, are, they feel like so close to going on a good run. They, they feel so so close to going on a good run. Fulham is starting to play, obviously a little bit better. I maybe think they were a wee bit fortunate against Liverpool. They were well organised, and, and Liverpool went great on the day. So I think it would take a couple more games for us to decide whether they have they have actually had a good vein of form and. If they are going to start this season, they will. They will have to exploit um, these good veins of form if they have any hope. But yeah, so it's not it's, the teams around Arsenal are starting to maybe pick up some form, whereas Arsenal seems as if it's it's only going downhill. Uh, nothing in my in my brain says that Arsenal are going to win this game or get anything from this game. I think if, if Ralph can just keep the keep keep his players down to earth, just keep the, their heads in the game, just. As long as uh, as long as they don't, go, they don't go into this match thinking they're playing a, a big six side, they just go in and they just play the play their football um, and don't get PTSD because obviously they, they threw a two 0 lead against Man United. They don't get like they don't get any whims of that or any air about that around the place. They just play their football. Southampton will get three points um, at the at the Emirates. Absolutely, mate. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I agree with you. Yeah, I think. Like you say, you know, I've just looked at the table now, and if results go against Arsenal, you know, they could be 16th um, potentially. And 
only a point um, from 17th. Um, and, you know, if you'd have told an Arsenal fan that at the start of the season, or by the way, after, you know, come December, you'll be 16th pushing 17th. I think that I, I, I certainly, you know, from the form Arsenal displayed towards the back end of the last season, I'd have laughed in our faces. <laughs> um, if... I'd have, we'd have said that back then, but like looking at it now, they're in they're in free fall, aren't they, Arsenal? They really, really are. <laughs> I wish I could have been the one to tell them that, you know. I know. I know. <laughs> like, like go on to Arsenal T Arsenal fan TV. Can I just, <laughs> just say, by the way, at Christmas time he might be in the relegation zone. <laughs> How have you have you been um watching much of the Arsenal fan T V stuff recently? I love it, mate. I'm a you know, I gotta give a special they are, yeah, I'm the same, mate. You know, I feel like a, every time Arsenal play, I, I care more about what what is on Arsenal fan TV than the actual result. When Arsenal concede, I'm straight on it because I want to see the reactions of these I don't guys. Think I've ever watched, I don't think I've ever watched Arsenal fan TV following a victory. No, no it's defeat. <laughs> I'll, I'll just be clear in saying... <laughs> no, yeah. I've never I, seen anything positive. I mean, maybe they do have the positive moments, but I definitely don't go to Arsenal. I don't think fan they TV. do. I mean, I any Celtic fan probably denies that they do watch Arsenal, Arsenal fan TV. I don't. I'm just I'm out there with it. If they lose, I'm there. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> it. It is absolute comedy gold. It's brilliant. Um, I do love it. And, it's I, the I, and if Arsenal lose again tomorrow, uh, it's going to be phenomenal to watch it, the meltdown happen again. Um, and so if Arsenal lose tomorrow, when when do Arsenal start thinking about getting rid of Arteta? When do you think it happens? January. January. So I want to read you through well, that. Well, the next. thing is, like, they, Simon Jordan was speaking sense about this. I was listening to it what, and what today. And he said, obviously, the the people behind the scenes at Arsenal had obviously seen Arteta day in, day out. And I just... Like normally, you get remnants if a club is still backing a manager. Like even mm. when Southampton got beat by Leicester nine 0 right? I still had an air about that the club still kind of they still believed in Ralph. The players still believed in Ralph. They came out and played for him the, 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 in the following games, and you just don't have that. Well, I personally, right? I don't, I don't. When I watch, it's everything, mate. Everything, all the little things matter. Like the body language of the players when they come onto the pitch, yeah. the body language of the manager on the touchline. How they interact when a, when a sub's coming on, how they interact when they're shouting like um, instructions onto the pitch, um, things like that. I don't see any sort of positive. I, it's, I think it's more of a gut feeling. I don't get a feeling that things are actually, they're trying to paint this picture, that things are peachy behind the scenes. Uh, and uh, I can't I can't believe it. I just, it doesn't feel that way for me. I agree. And like you say, the players' body language is, for me, it's all over the place as well. You know, I just want to talk to you about their next upcoming fixtures. Obviously, they've got Southampton tomorrow. After that, they're away at Everton, and the way Everton are playing again, it's not a team you want to go and play. The the following, uh, the on Boxing Day, they're at home to Chelsea, and then the last game of the year, they're away at Brighton. You know, that for me is, that's a tricky, you know, next three or four games. And then their first um, game, after the new year is is away to West Brom, um, you know, for me they this bar maybe the West Brom game. These games for Arsenal that are coming up, these next three or four games, they're all really hard games. You know, Chelsea, Everton, Brighton. That's that's a that's a tough running that they've got going on, and realistically, you, you can see Arsenal not picking up any points from that. The only side I could see them actually, you know, getting any sort of joy again. 
against is probably Sheffield United <laughs> at this time. At the minute, they, are yeah. playing, they are playing some woeful football. Like again, we touched on it on the review, so I won't I won't I won't stay on it too long. But yeah, they had the bulk of the ball and they failed again, you know, against Burnley. And I think I think it's going to be very much the same against Southampton. I mean, Southampton are, are primarily they're a counter attack inside. <laughs> And I just don't think Arsenal getting a joy, but I think we should move on to um, Leeds and Newcastle. Yes, Lee, what's your uh, what's your prediction for the Southampton Arsenal game? Oh yeah, let's go to that first. Um, I'm going to go um, two 0 Saints. Two James Ward Prowse to score. Ooh, nice. And Set like, piece. I'm going three one Southampton. Three one Southampton. Three one Southampton. Uh, yeah, so we'll go back over to Leeds Newcastle. Two managers are going to come up against each other. Uh, one a football ingenious, um, the other one Marcelo Bielsa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I knew it was coming, but it's still a classic, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, mate, I had that one locked and loaded all cast. <laughs> <laughs> how long have you been waiting um, to say that? <laughs> oh, how long have you been live? 12 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Um, yes, so... Uh, for me personally, I think this is where Leeds are probably going to get their bounce game. Yeah, 100%. Um, they, they, they have been suffering a wee bit of uh, poor form and they've not been at their best uh, by any means. Uh, but I think Newcastle have been a little bit fortunate in their results. Um, they've you know picked up points without playing particularly good football. I mean, I, I, this just screams to me of a Leeds bounce game where Leeds are going to get the, get the, free, get the free points and, and move themselves back into some, some decent form. No, I agree. I when I saw the fixture list, like I I literally thought the same as you that this would be you know a game that Leeds come back and, and this is where their form potentially starts to pick up again. Um, you know I can't see Newcastle uh, beating them, um, but you know it is football. Stranger things have happened, but I think I just think Leeds will they'll have a bit of a point to prove at the moment. Um, you know they had a lot of good chances against West Ham. Um, They're at home as well, man. Friday, that's it. They're at home and I feel like, that you know, they'll take what they've learned so far and potentially apply it to this game. And, you know, know, Newcastle's form is that, you know, they're so unpredictable. And I feel like this uh, could be one of those, you know, moments where they've won the last couple of games and then they'll just get beaten by Leeds. Um, Especially, you know, I don't know if Bamford's fit yet. We haven't. I don't think we found quite out um, if he's fit. Um, I know Pablo Hernandez is back in training as well. So if he if he's in the squad as well, that's good news for Leeds. If both of those players are fit, um, I think I agree with you. I think Leeds will have just a bit too much for Newcastle at the moment. I'm going to go for a high scoring fixture, and because I'm saying that's obviously been out now. I'm going to go four two Leeds. Four two Leeds. Uh, I'm going to go two nil Leeds. Right to over a Leicester Everton. Bit of a tasty, bit of a fire rubber, that. Yeah, I think uh when I looked at again when I looked at the fixture list, this was one that stood out for me as a potentially a really good game. Obviously now that we've said that, it's gonna be nil nil, uh, just like the Leeds game. Um uh, but you know, on paper this is the this is a good game for me. It's it's you know, it's it's one that's quite exciting to to potentially watch, isn't it? Um bit of a six pointer. Yeah, for me, for European, yeah, yeah, it's both those sort of like um, top ten, I would say top ten clubs um, that are both sort of gunning for that European 
place. I mean, if, you, if I was to throw another um, team in there, it'd be, it'd be Southampton. I know Crystal Palace are playing right quite well, and, and West Ham are playing quite well, but I don't think they have the the, the outright quality that, that Leicester, Everton, and Southampton do uh, right now. So I think between those three clubs, they're, they're, they're all sort of battling out. So this this for me does feel like a six pointer. Um, if I was to call it, I'm going to say probably Leicester will um, will edge it um, just because. Obviously, Everton's injury um, injury list at the time. I think if they, they had uh, Luka Dini and Seamus Coleman fit, I think it's a completely different story. Um, obviously, Leicester aren't without their own um, injury list, but I just thought they did look really, really, really good against Brighton. Uh, and I think they will carry that momentum into this Everton match. And I think they will, they will see it as we see it as a bit of a six-pointer um, in terms of... Because both these, both these teams are playing for the exact same position in the league. Um, and that's... Um, a nice wee slot into Europe. Yeah, I agree. Um, like, I think Leicester will just edge it as well. I think, like you say, having you know no Dean or Coleman is a big miss for Everton, especially with Leicester's attacking options. You know, Vardy, Madison, people like that that can really hurt Everton. Um, I feel like they'll have too much. Um, again, yeah, I just think you know if Everton's players, I think if it was a full, fully fit squad on both sides, it, I think. You know, Everton potentially might edge it, but with their injuries, I think I think um, I'm going to side with you and go for Leicester. But you know, Calvert Lewin and Richarlison, whenever them two are playing, Everton have always got a chance. Um, so, but I'm going to go two one to Leicester for that game. Yeah, I'm going to go two one Leicester as well. I'm going to have yeah. to go either. Yeah. Um, another one that might feel like a bit of a six pointer is Fulham Brighton. Now, I've already got my thoughts on this. Uh, I think. Um, if Scott Parker plays a similar fashion that he played against Liverpool, as in sitting quite deep and exploiting long pa- long passes. I've seen a stat somewhere that um, Fulham against Liverpool played, I think, 17% more long passes than they normally do. Yeah. Uh, and played, uh, and they had 35% um, less passes in their own area um, or in, the, in their own third of the pitch. So they're actually not trying to play out for the back, which I think is fairly smart. And I think if they carry that on against Brighton, because if they try and play it short and if they try and play a high line as well, in particular I'm talking about a high line because of the the, the quality passers within the Brighton side, Adam Olana, um, Gross can pass as well. And then you've got runners like Tyreek Lamptey and uh, Danny Welbeck. Uh, if they both play, then... I think playing the playing how they were trying to play at the beginning of the season isn't going to really bode too well for them. I think if they if they tip up they, just with the same sort of fashion they did Liverpool, um, sit a little bit deeper um, and exploit exploit the the pace of players like you know Ruben Loftus cheeks and, and and stuff like that. I think they will have a little bit of joy against um, Brighton, and if obviously they've got those players off the bench, physical players off the bench, they can use in the latter stage of the game. You know, like. Mitrovic or, or Kamara, I think is a good it's a good sign to keep their keep their fast players on the pitch for the early game and then yeah. you know, bring the physical players on for the for the latter stages. Uh, I think they could possibly get something against Brighton. Um, if they don't, I, I think if they come out and try and play play Brighton, I think the the better Brighton footballers will will exploit that and, and get the get the win. Yeah, I think. Um... Like you say, for me, it depends on how full on play is, is the way this game goes. I thought the long ball game worked well against Liverpool. You know, Fulham got quite a lot of pace, um, as you mentioned, and it, it did work quite well. So, you know, if they try that, you know, potentially it can hurt Brighton. Um, but if I, I think 
I agree with you. Brighton's sort of footballing type players will get them over the line in this for me. I feel like this is um it's a it's a it's a tough game for both. It's definitely a six pointer, I completely agree with you. Um but I feel like Brighton may just have enough um to get over the line. Uh so I'm gonna go two one to Brighton. Uh I'm gonna go call it a draw. Go for a draw. Yeah, nobody walks away with the points in this game. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm going to go. I'm going to go for a draw. I can't a scoreline, but yeah. Right, on to the big one. Liverpool, Spurs. Yeah. Joseph Mourinho's already started his main games. Yeah, seen that today. Lovely stuff. Um, hard one to call. Hard one to call. Uh, I think I could see this being no-no, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, um, I can see it It being a draw, definitely. It's... it's it's a tough one to it's a tough one to try and predict, like you say. You know, I, I to be honest, I can't I can't predict it personally. Um, I think it'll be a draw. Um, I don't think I hope. Well, obviously, I'm hoping the Liverpool aren't going to be as bad as as they were against Fulham. I'm hoping it's a different Liverpool side that turn up. Um, you know, Jose Mourinho. We're going to see you know a potential Mourinho masterclass again, and him hope that. He can just sit back and counter attack Liverpool. You know, Liverpool have a quite a few defensive issues as well, having a lot of players out injured, and that potentially could play into Tottenham's hands. But I feel like the players, the players, that, yeah. But I feel like the players that have come in have, you know, have, have done really well. I mean, Fabinho, he, he hasn't looked out of place at centre back. He's been absolutely phenomenal at centre back. Ask a hurricane. Well, this is it. You know, we, we won't know that until till it happens, but. He, he he done a job against he's done a job against everybody else, hasn't he? So I don't see why he can't do it against Harry Kane. Well, and his physical play, like Harry Kane's developed a lot. Um, he's really really good at holding the ball up and picking passes. And we we're very much known for over committing our wing backs, yeah, um, <laughs> and offering space out into the wide areas. Uh, so it does kind of play into their counter attacking style, um, although. The the one thing I think we have in our favourites at Anfield, and we've just been beaten. I feel like years past, every time Liverpool play a terrible game like they did against Fulham, they normally bounce back um, immediately, um, and that's what's been happening within the past few years. Obviously, this is a different season. This is this is a crazy season. It's it's in its own sort of category, so we don't know if that's what's going to happen. Um, my prediction would be that um, it's really really hard to call. I kind of feel like it's going to be a draw, but I think. Liverpool might be able to, just purely on the fact it's at Anfield, they've just played a bad game. There as well. Yeah, there's going to be fans. I think that the bounce might get them over the line, and I think if they win, they will win convincingly as well. I'm going to, yeah, um, I'm going to, I'm going to go with my first thing. Think was a draw. I'm going to say I'm going to go two-two uh, as a draw for me. Going to go three-one Liverpool. Well, I I hope you're right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I hope you were right, but I don't know. My first instinct was a draw, so that's what I'm going to go with. But I hope you're right. Um, I hope Liverpool do the job, obviously. Yeah. West Ham Palace. Yeah. Did uh, I just physically book? <laughs> <That game>. <laughs> <laughs> didn't even mean that, to be honest. <laughs> it's such good. Uh, good I, I think I feel that. Yeah, I feel that. There's a West Ham and a Palace fan sat there going, that Scottish bastard. <laughs> who's he, who's he yeah. talking about? He's you know, 
Bloody hell by it. But I agree. I, I, <laughs> for me, it's like that harsh on Palace. Palace have played some nice football, but it's it. Yeah, but it's you know on it's paper, on paper, you look at that game and 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 it doesn't. It doesn't really do anything for me. I bet there'll be I bet there'll be five goals in that game. I hope it's do you know what? I hope, I hope five goals in that it's game. It's a corker, yeah. I hope it's an absolute corker. It's like four four or something brilliant like that. I can't see it happening. Um it's Roy versus Moisey, but you can only hope for these things. <laughs> I don't know. I think what everybody really wants to see is um Moisey and, and Roy box it out on a side line. That would be more entertaining in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's gonna have fingers crossed. He would win. He would win that. Right, uh, Moisey. He's got the. Obviously, he's younger than Roy. Roy is an old man. So we'll Moisey. We'll put Moisey one hand behind the back. We'll tie one hand behind Moisey's back. Uh, Roy's got both hands. We'll put them in the I ring. He would it. win. Do you reckon Roy would do him? Roy, Roy takes it. He runs every day, don't you, Roy? Runs like six miles a day or something. But Moisey's one yeah. of your own. You know, he's he's a jock, isn't he? Ah, I don't bet is he really. Is it really? <laughs> last point. Last point. Is it really? <laughs> um, so you're no, going, no, you you're Roy Roy Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? I quite, I quite like Roy. Um, I, I never really wanted to be in Liverpool. Uh, <laughs> I, I tried like... to block that mental note out of my brain. It was the worst sort of six months of my life. Um, <laughs> uh, Roy Hodgson as a Liverpool manager is something that I personally don't think ever happened. It was a nightmare that I eventually woke up from um, <laughs> yeah it didn't happen in my opinion it's a blot a little <laughs> blot in history that never happened uh, oh fucking hell yeah, yeah. I, quite, I quite like Roy I mean, he's, he's a good dude he's just like one of those like just part of the furniture of football he's so old isn't he <laughs> <laughs> just can't imagine football without him at this point um, so yeah and I, um, I can't I can't imagine it without without Moisey um but he has just the the um, kind of had him down as like a firefighter manager for a couple of years, but because he literally came in and firefighter manager West Ham before he got the job. Yeah, um, yeah, I think I think he's all right, Moisey. I think he's all right. You know, this football manager boxing's really got me in, a, in an interest here. Who, who would you say is the hardest manager in the league? I think Sean Dyche could fill in anybody. And the has got to be there. I yeah. know my dark horse is uh, Nuno Nuno Espirito Santos. Uh, he strikes me as someone who's hard. Joe, you know, he's like, he looks grizzled, doesn't he? He's bigger than he looks, by the way. Have you ever seen he is. Like, he's jacked as well. Someone. He's definitely jacked. Yeah, um, mate. It takes off the like, takes off the duffel coat and it's like the Parker. Yeah, it's just, like, just ten well, pack. Mate. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sean Bice, though. Yeah, he's a monster, isn't he? He he'd fight anyone, and he'd, he'd do it with. You do, yeah, you bite your nose off. You fucking mate. No, I agree with that. Um, who would you say is the weakest then? Who's, who's the manager you look at and just go, oh, you've got nothing? You, you're who's nothing. a bitch? Uh, Pep for me. Well, you know, Pep would get filled in. I, re- I think Pep would be the punching bag. He just, he, he wears a scarf, do you know what I mean? He, he, he's not a, you know, you look at all the other managers and they all look, a lot of them look, look at Sean Dyche. Look at yeah. Santos, you know they look they they look angry, don't they? And then you got Pep. Who's that? Jurgen. Yeah, I, I mean, look at him; he's a monster. I, you know, I mean, he's, he can shout. You know, he's take take, take his teeth out. You know, I reckon, I reckon uh, Pep for me, he'd be the the punching bag and the, the the Premier League managers boxing club. I try to think. Try Personal opinion. <laughs> the league is full of full of warriors. <laughs> <laughs> the Elster would be an underdog for a, a fighter as well. Mate, no, he would he'd claw your eyes out, the Elster. 
<laughs> the intensity he demands of his footballers. You know, what I mean, like you imagine that coming on to you. you know? <laughs> I imagine it. He'd beat you to death with his bucket. Beat <laughs> <laughs> <Bielsa> bucket. Who <laughs> <laughs> have we got so off topic? <laughs> yeah, we've gone off on the tangent here. Uh, all the listeners are tuning in oh, to the, the football shame, to previews. <laughs> yeah, it's Nice Pearson's not in, not in the league anymore. He'd be a, he'd be a number one pick, wouldn't he? He'd be a no, pound for pound. Oh, mate. <laughs> the actual Thunderdome of like Dyche versus Pearson and a fucking I'd, ring there. Can you, you imagine that? I'd pay I'd pay good money to see that fight. How much would you Sean, pay? I'd like I'd, realistically out of your own money. So am I am I all right, am I getting a ticket for this? Am I front row or am I no pay per view at home? What what's what's pay-per-view my pay per view at home? Sean yeah. Dice, Nigel Pearson. Is it? Is it like? Are we going like UFC ten cage? Rounds, ten, ten rounds, mate. Ten rounds Box. boxing. Yeah, I'd, I'd, you know I'd quite happily pay twenty five, thirty quid for that. I think I'd pay thirty. I think I'd pay thirty five. Actually, I don't think I'd go to forty. I wouldn't go to forty, I'd but steal it, I'd steal it on internet. <laughs> <laughs> Illegal stream. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I would pay. I'd pay to see that. I'd, I'd be interested. I wonder if we could, you know, yeah. potentially make that oh. happen. Sean Dyche, Nigel Pearson, on pay per view. Um, Eddie Hearn, if you're listening, get in contact. We'll we'll Jake, set you're it one up. of our fifty listeners. Yeah, like, there's fifty odd people that tune in. Talk screamers. You think? <laughs> you think he's one of them? Get if you're listening. We'll set it up. We'll make it happen. Uh, match room boxing. AJ can be on the undercard. Sean Dyche versus Nigel Pearson. Uh, Ten rounds of boxing. Yeah, no one's even ticket. talking about Fury, AJ. It's not yeah. even in the conversation anymore. Once <laughs> Dyche Pearson's announced. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Should we talk about some football? <laughs> Let's get back to the football with another corker of a game, Aston Villa-Burnley. Uh, <laughs> um, On to Dyche immediately. Uh, that, pretty, yeah, Dyche <laughs> I, th- I, yeah, I think Burnley get a hard one point. I think a draw, 100%. Yeah, it's going to be a draw for me as well. Burnley get a hard one point. I think they just, we'll, st- we'll just slowly start seeing Burnley just gradually. Grind out. Rolling. Yeah, just grinding out every result they can get. Um, <clears throat> oh, my voice kind of went there. Can I start to sound like Dice? <laughs> <laughs> Got Dice on the mind. <laughs> if you be Pearson, I'll be Dice. <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean, I'm probably, I probably think, yeah, obviously, Aston Villa quite clearly have the the better players in almost every position in the pitch, bar bar the back line. Um, obviously, they have the better midfielders. I'd probably say, you know, um, if everybody's fit, you know, Grealish, um, McGinn, Douglas Louise, um, yeah, Ross Barkley. If he ever comes back, if he, is he back yet? I think he is actually potentially back this weekend. He's in contention, I believe. Having yeah. Grealish played really, really well together, and McGinn as well. Um, but obviously, well, they're starting to believe again. They will be, yeah. they'll be looking forward to playing more football. I agree. With, I think that, like you said, this will be the time where we start to see Burnley grinding out results. We'll start to see them just point here win there, points, points, points. This is where Dyche comes into his own, in my opinion. It's where they yeah. start to, you know, pick themselves up. And, and uh, yeah, I, I, I think a draw, a hard draw in this game, completely agree with you. Yeah, I think Aston Villa both played a better football, yeah. but uh, Burnley will get the draw. Um, 
maybe Arsenal can get Dice in when they're 19th in February. <laughs> <laughs> it's a small job, isn't it? You know, going from step down, to Arsenal is it's a step a down. Step down. <laughs> right, over to my two favourite teams. <laughs> oh, you could wait to talk about yeah. this one all day. Yeah. This is this is a bash derby for me. It's <laughs> <laughs> bash derby. Um, obviously, I think it just feels like maybe it could drop for for Wilder and he does get something out of this game, even if it's a point. Um, it's, it's not a bad I mean, one to do it in, is it? Yeah, I mean, depending on obviously we've seen like. 56 different variations in the midfield in Manchester United this season, so it's really hard to predict how they're going to play. I mean, if I had to call it, it's going to be a pretty dull game, yeah. um, depending what kind of Man United turns up, because you fucking, you never know, really, do you? <laughs> That's it, depending on, on whether, you know... Yeah, uh, Sheffield, uh, if, if they're anything, they're consistently absolutely shite. Um, <laughs> whereas yeah, Man United should... only... Shape half the time. So, if Sheffield United don't turn up, then I think United. Obviously, I think they'll they've got the better team. They'll they'll come away with the points. But you know, is this the game? When we did a re- review, when we did a review show on Friday, if I'm coming in and I'm saying one point from thirty from a potential <laughs> thirty nine, um, you're right. Do you know what? I think if Sheffield United lose again, your head is going to explode. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't know how you'll come away with it from this <laughs> yeah it's hard to like i'm getting pre-game rage thinking about it um <laughs> like, the thing is rage, like i rage now but nothing's happened nothing's even <laughs> happened um no, so again happened. i want to talk about sheffield united's fixtures coming up so there's some massive massive games in this they've got united thursday and then on sunday they're away at brighton you know that's a six pointer straight away Boxing Day, they're away. Uh, they're at home to Everton again. You know, it's a massive game. And then Tuesday, the 29th, they're away at Burnley, which again is a massive six pointer for them. Um, but at the way they're playing, I can't see them getting any points from that game at all from any of those games. I think I'll be able to call it a little better after the Man United game. Again, it's like coin flip, just depends what Man United are going to tip up on the day. Absolutely. Um, if I'm, if I'm calling it right now, I'm going to say Man United uh, to get the three points. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to assume that a good, a good Man United, Man United turn up in the mid because um, they're not in the best of form. They're kind of a bit they down need, and up. They need points as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They do need points if they want to keep moving up the table. And obviously, they want Champions League again. They've made that abundantly clear that they want Champions League again. Um, yeah, I'm going to go. That's where I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Man United to, for the win. I'm going to say three 0 Man United. So I just yeah. cannot see Sheffield United scoring. Yeah, I um, I I can't see it being anything other than a ten. You know, Man United win. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go three 0 Three 0 United. Well, we'll see how how wrong we are on um. <laughs> Back. So obviously this is a midweek game. We will do. I think we're going to have to like do a double header because it's like there's games on Thursday and then there's games. Yeah, so we'll have to do like a review and a preview on Friday. Or maybe we'll do we'll maybe do the review on Thursday night and bring out the preview on Friday. Yeah, always love the sort of football, mate. You know, you know me. Yeah. Um. Right here, uh, we've got a giveaway on our Twitter right now. Um. 
giving away a Barca shirt this week and a Bayern Munich one next week. So make sure you tune in for that. All the guidance of how to enter is, is, on, the, is on the Twitter. It's completely free. Um, we've got another show coming tomorrow, and I know I remember I did say yesterday that we wouldn't be back till Wednesday. We are, we are still coming back for the transfer show tomorrow. Um, that'll yes, be um, but other than that, we have no news for you. <laughs> Nothing at the moment. <laughs> yeah, fuck off. <laughs> Except the uh, we do actually have some news. We are attempting to get Sean Dyche and Nigel Pearson in a boxing ring. Um, we will keep you informed on that and we will keep you updated. It's something that we both believe in. Uh, so, yeah, stay tuned to the Total Screamers podcast for news on Dyche Pearson. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? It's me frantically typing the email <laughs> to uh, Sky Sports. <laughs> I have a proposition for you. <laughs> I honestly think that it's it's got money and no one's thought of it before, and and we have become the two men to to, to great to crack life's great mystery of who is the hardest football manager. I <laughs> thought that's going to be all for us. <laughs> 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 Classic. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.